this is Anna from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday the 8th of June. India today registered 86498 new coronavirus cases pushing the total tally in the country to over 2.89 crore. The number of deaths has increased by 2123 taking the total fatalities in the country to over 3.51 lakh these figures however are widely believed to be undercounts the union health ministry has issued an advisory for rational use of antiviral medicine remdesivir for the treatment of covid the health ministry said that the drug must be advised by senior faculty members directly involved in the patient's care The World Health Organization has said a minimum of 80% vaccination coverage is significant in lowering the risk of coronavirus cases linked to new variants like the Delta variant first detected in India. According to Guardian, over 200 world leaders have backed a campaign urging the G7 nations to help vaccinate the world's poorest from low-income economies against COVID-19. by paying two-thirds of an estimated $66 billion required for the global vaccine effort. The signatories of the campaign mostly include former presidents, prime ministers and ministers. They insisted that the G7 should pay according to the size of their economies. Amid complaints of shortage of vaccines in several states, Prime Minister Narendra Modi yesterday reversed his government's COVID vaccination policy. He said that the center will now take over vaccine procurement from states and the new policy will come into effect in 2 weeks. Modi's announcement came a week after the Supreme Court criticized the center's vaccine policy, calling it irrational and arbitrary. Responding to the PM's announcements, West Bengal Chief Minister Mamata Banerjee said that it took Prime Minister Modi 4 months to listen to the request of the states and revise its vaccination plan. Tweeting about it, she said, and I quote, The well-being of the people of India should have been prioritized since the very start of this pandemic. Unfortunately, this delayed decision by the PM has already cost many lives. Hoping for a better managed vaccination drive this time that focuses on people and not propaganda, unquote. The center today released new guidelines for the COVID-19 vaccination program. As per the guidelines, vaccines will be allotted to the states based on their population, disease burden, and inoculation progress. They also state that vaccine wastage will have a negative impact on allocation. Amid rising cases in Kerala, Chief Minister Pinarayi Vijayan has extended the lockdown in the state till 16th of June. The state will have a full lockdown on 12th and 13th June. He added that stores selling essential items and raw materials for industries Construction material and banks will continue to operate as they do now. NDTV reported that even as cases of mucormycosis or black fungus continue to rise in Bihar's capital Patna, its hospitals have not received medicines required to treat the infection from the state government for two straight days. Dr. Manish Mandal, the hospital superintendent at Indira Gandhi Institute of Medical Sciences Patna, told NDTV that as against the requirement for 585 vials a day the hospital received only 200 vials of amphotericin B on Saturday officials at AIMS Patna said they need 700 vials of the drug a day to treat the 110 patients admitted with black fungus but they haven't received any vials in the last 2 days hence delaying the treatment 
According to Johns Hopkins University, the coronavirus disease has now infected over 173.5 million people across the world and has killed more than 3.73 million. The National Commission for Protection of Child Rights alerted the Supreme Court yesterday about illegal adoption of children who have lost their parents to COVID. The child rights body alleged that government officials were disclosing children's personal details to private organizations which were circulating them to unknown sources. According to the Hindu, an affidavit filed by the child rights body mentioned that it has received several complaints about individuals and organizations claiming to help orphan children. They have allegedly been collecting information about orphan children through unknown means. This made the children vulnerable to illegal adoption, abuse and trafficking. The body claimed that so far 30,071 children were orphaned or had lost one parent or were abandoned due to the COVID-19 crisis. It urged the court to direct the states to ensure that confidential information about children is not made publicly available. Last month, the center had also announced a financial assistance scheme for children who have lost parents to coronavirus disease. COVID has adversely affected a large number of children, as the National Commission for Protection of Child Rights submission in the Supreme Court makes clear. Looking into this problem, my colleagues Deeksha, Tanishka and Prateek found in rural Maharashtra that there has been a drastic rise in the cases of child marriage during the pandemic. The Ahmednagar unit of the National Helpline Childline India informed News Laundry that since the pandemic began last March, the number of calls they have received about suspected child marriage has almost quadrupled. State officials told News Laundry that the majority of these marriages take place in low-income families who are struggling to make ends meet with the pandemic and lockdowns. As Hanif Sheikh, Assistant Director of Childline and Chairperson of the Child Welfare Committee in Ahmednagar, told News Laundry, and I quote, The primary reason for this is the financial damages encountered by people because of COVID. Also, people are fearful about what will happen to their daughters if the parents die of COVID, unquote. Read our detailed report from Ahmednagar, it is titled, COVID Distress Quadruple Child Marriages in Maharashtra's Largest District. Listeners, this report shows how the pandemic is not only a healthcare crisis and an economic disaster, but a social calamity as well. But this aspect of the pandemic hasn't been covered very well by much of the legacy media, mainly because it doesn't grab as many eyeballs. And grabbing eyeballs is critical for much of the legacy media as it's fundamental to their ad-driven revenue model. We don't rely on ads for revenue, so we are free to follow the kind of stories that Prateek, Deeksha and Tanishka have been sending us from the interiors of Maharashtra. And we can only do this thanks to your support. So, if you believe that the media should cover stories such as this, subscribe to News Laundry today. Go to our website and hit the subscribe button at the top right-hand corner. Our subscription starts at as low as 300 rupees a month only. According to NDTV, the Uttar Pradesh government today ordered a probe against Aranjay Jain, owner of Paris Hospital in Agra, after he bragged of the hospital cutting off the oxygen supply for five minutes in April as a part of a mock drill. 22 patients allegedly died following the mock drill. In a viral video, Jain claimed, 
that the mock drill was done to check who would survive if the hospital's oxygen supply ran out. At 7 a.m. on 26th of April, he said that they shut off the oxygen supply for five minutes, after which 22 patients started turning blue. He said that they realized that the patients will not survive if there is no oxygen. According to the Times of India, those 22 patients were admitted to both COVID-19 and non-COVID wards. Agra's chief medical officer R C Pandey informed the daily that a committee had been formed to investigate the matter. The superintendent of police said that the police will intervene in the matter only after health authorities approach them. However, in his defense, Jan now claims his comments were misunderstood. He said that they had conducted a mock drill to identify critical patients and better serve them. Mahatma Gandhi's great-granddaughter Ashish Lata Ramgobind was sentenced to seven years in jail by a South African court on Monday. She was found guilty in connection with a six million rand fraud and forgery case. According to Scroll, Ramgobind, who is the daughter of rights activist Ila Gandhi and late Meva Ramgobind, was accused of defrauding businessman S R Maharaj after he gave her approximately rupees three point two two crore. for allegedly clearing import and customs duties on a non-existent consignment from india sr maharaj is the director of the new africa alliance footwear distributors which manufactures and sells clothes linen and footwear the durban specialized commercial crime court has also refused ram gobind's leave to appeal both the conviction and the sentencing during the trial which began in 2015 Brigadier Hangwani Mulaudshi of the National Prosecuting Authority had claimed that Ram Gobind allegedly produced fake invoices and documents in order to convince potential investors that three containers of linen were being shipped in from India. However, later Ram Gobind was released on bail. The Madras High Court issued guidelines yesterday in an effort to mainstream the LGBTIQA+ fraternity. On a plea filed by a lesbian couple from Chennai, Justice N. Anand Venkatesh upheld that under Article 21, the LGBTQIA+ community are entitled to their privacy and have a right to lead a dignified existence, which includes their choice of sexual orientation, gender identity, and gender presentation. Tamil Nadu is said to be the first state in India to ban conversion therapy, a procedure to medically cure. or change the sexual orientation of lgbtiqa+ people according to the indian express the court also warned of strict action to be taken against professionals involved in conversion therapy the issued guidelines entail the use of the parent teachers association in schools to sensitize parents on issues of the lgbtqia+ community and gender nonconforming students According to the Guardian hundreds of suspected organized crime figures have been arrested from 18 countries involved in the global narcotics trade Australian officials told the Guardian that it has arrested 224 people while New Zealand said it has detained 35 people The operation was taken up by Australian police and the FBI in 2018 The recent arrests were made after US and Australian agencies hacked into an app used by criminals and read millions of encrypted messages named operation trojan shield by the fbi it was one of the biggest infiltrations and takeovers of a specialized encrypted network
Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison said that the operation was a heavy blow against organized crime. One murder plot involving plans to attack a cafe with a machine gun were also brought forth, which the Australian authorities were able to prevent. A total of 525 charges have been laid so far, while authorities expect more in the coming weeks. Peruvian socialist Pedro Castillo edged ahead against right-wing rival Kiko Fujimori in the country's presidential vote on Monday. With around 95% of the vote counted, the official count from Sunday's election showed Castillo ahead with 50.3% and Fujimori on 49.7%. However, Fujimori alleged fraud in the vote count on Monday. Reuters reported that Fujimori raised allegations of irregularities and signs of fraud. She also claimed that she had evidence of a clear intention to boycott the popular will in the election. That's all the news we have for you today. Hold on during these distressing times. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Oh, 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 oh,